authentic conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good evening, America. Today is the day after Valentine's Day, February the 15th, 2015. And in those words, boy, have we got a show for you. You know, it is uh, unfortunate and I think very unfair that women do not get the respect or the room that they deserve. I I really just think that that, um, for lack of a better choice of words, sucks. And I'm going to tell you why it sucks. It's taking us back to a time long ago when women were taken so for granted. We we took for granted that um, mom had to take care of the kids. She had to take care of her husband, take care of herself. We're not even bringing into consideration what if she had to take care of her own parents or what if she had to take care of um as an ailing family member or had to work all day, then come home and work all night. Now, typically prior to World War One, this wasn't such a big thing because mom and dad went to the house and they had to be. Heck, in order to make it, you had to hunt and kill your food and everything that you ate, you either grew it or killed it. However, after World War Two and after World, uh, during the uh, Cold War, things of this nature, America changed. Most of the world changed. It was not unheard of for a single-parent home to exist, which was something that was uh, was almost strange prior to the turn of the 20th century. You you couldn't even fathom that dad wasn't there. If anything, an extended family was there. And, and many of you that this is a global show. So for those of you that are listening in uh, the Middle East or in Latin America, there is an extended support system. There are cousins and aunts and uncles that help balance life. If dad's not present, whether he vacated the scene on his own, the marriage didn't work out, the relationship failed, whatever's the case, this Typically, a woman would have support. She would have support from her family. She would have support um, from people that really did care, that really did love her, that weren't going to charge her uh, $300 per child per week in order to help take care of kids. That's not how it is anymore, people. And for some of you that don't have a spoon, silver spoon in your mouth like uh, the rest of us that probably didn't have a silver spoon in our mouths, Women have had to just literally bust their behinds in order to make it with little of any support but a hell of a lot of criticism. Things that men do on a day-in, day-out basis, and nobody says anything. Nobody says something about a man uh, having a sex life. It's a matter of fact, if he doesn't have a sex life, people are kind of looking at the guy like, hey, bro, what's wrong with you? It is not uncommon for a man to be able to get a divorce. Now, believe me, fellas, don't start writing me letters because I, I'm, I've been a single dad, so I know what that's about. I've also paid child support and wondered, you know, where's, where did my money go? Is the money being spent on my kids? So I get it. This situation is not fair to anyone, male or female. But tonight, this is all about you, ladies. This is a show that is uh, hopefully going to help you get a grip on your time and help you to better manage your life because I think you deserve to be happy. I think women deserve a shot at a career. I think women deserve to have an enjoyable, romantic, and sex life. It is a damn shame that we in America are so hypocritical. If you look at all of our marketing, it says to women, be sexy uh, you know, go get your boobs done, get some collagen, um, uh, 
I want you to dress and show that figure. Show us what you're working with, girl. But the minute you get in a relationship, here's what goes down. First, your friends like the guy as long as it wasn't serious. The minute that he takes you away from them, all of a sudden it's, oh, he's running you. Uh, I guess you running behind him. Then the worst part of it is your family is, uh, well, what happened? If that relationship doesn't work out, everyone's sitting around looking at this poor woman and blaming her for not having a life. And God forbid you had a fool for an ex-husband or you got a baby daddy issue with an idiot where this man expects you to give up your life, not do the very things that God created you to do, be that be an attorney, a police officer, a CPA, a doctor, even a pro athlete. People expect women to just be perfect in everything that they do, while the rest of us, and I'm talking the rest of us, yes, I'm talking about you, because even some of you single moms out there, you're criticizing your friends because they can't do it as well as you. Well, I'm going to be honest. I have people and I have some women around me that are just freaking phenomenal. The Dr. D. Yvonne Young brand would not work the way it does without Jaylene Mack, my attorney, Keiko uh, Johnson, it would not work the way it does without the support system uh, range. And, and almost everybody around me that uh, has done a phenomenal job for me, Deborah Duncan, one of my mentors, I don't know how she does it. And by the way, Deb, if you're listening, I want to uh, let you know that I love you. My prayers go out to you. Deborah lost her father last week. And uh, as usual, this is another super mom that gets up and uh, hosts a television program in front of 9 million viewers every day. And in the span of an hour, she talks about everything from uh, changing uh, someone's life to the newest medical stuff. I don't even know how in the hell she keeps up with this crap. But she gets up at, I think, what, 3.30 in the morning, deals with her son. Her husband goes and does a show and is a super mom and goes to bed at around 10 at night and does that every day, five days a week. Girlfriend, you have my support. And something the hell is wrong with you and Jaylene because my attorney is one of the top entertainment lawyers in the country. She represents E. Harvey, Rashawn McDonald. She represents Greg Mab. I mean, you just her her list is a who's who of celebrities. And again, this is another woman. I do not know how in the hell she does it. She's a phenomenal mother, a phenomenal wife. You don't want to face this woman in a courtroom. She will eat you for lunch while she writes scripts for movies and television shows, which are currently on the air. How you do it, girlfriend, I don't know, but my hat is off to you. And for you single moms that are listening tonight, uh, whether your kids are still in the house getting on your last damn nerve or whether you've already had the sense to put them out, we are dedicating this program to you. Also, later in the program, I am going to have the president of the Black Life Coach Association join me. Uh, Tawana is another phenomenal mother and uh, businesswoman who has created a very powerful and influential national organization. And we're going to be talking about balancing your life. Sister, I get it. Let me tell you, as a master certified coach, I have everyone in my office, or if I'm, if you're not in my office, I'm lecturing, and I'm talking about government at the deputy director, director, mayoral, and senatorial level, all the way down to diplomats, to pro athletes, surgeons, housewives, you name it, it comes through my office. I want to be the first person to tell you, girlfriend, before this show gets started good, I want you to give yourself an innovation because you are doing a job that most people, though they criticize you and can't shut their doggone mouth, that most people could not dream of being in your shoes. They, they criticize you, but they can't get up in the morning like you do at 530 and do your hair and your makeup and get kids dressed and kiss them and pray with them and get them off to school and get to work on time in rush hour traffic. Some of you, after catching two or three buses 
or commuting for 30 to 40 minutes while dropping one person off and another person off and then making it in the parking garage or hunting for a parking space, getting in your office. And those of you that are entrepreneurs, I really have to take my hat off to you because not only are you paying other people and managing your brand and those of you that are going to court or going in and doing surgery or counseling or coaching or acting as a licensed or a certified professional doing whatever it is that you do, my hat is off to you. And those of you that don't even have children yet, yes, I'm talking about women that are divorced or single and they just are just now are beginning to inhale the stench of life, which, you know, it doesn't have to stink because if you do what we're going to talk about tonight, your life will not suck and it sure the heck won't stink. As a matter of fact, I'm going to make sure that you are onboarded with the tools you need to have the life you deserve. And, girlfriend, don't you deserve to be happy? In my opinion, I think it's long overdue. With that stated, tonight we're going to talk about how you can have it all. There are ways to balance your career with your love life, personal life, to get down to the minutiae. The first thing that I want you to do is get a pen. You know, anytime you read one of my books or you're listening to this program, and tonight it looks like 2.8 million of you are listening right now, I want to give you some insight. First thing is get your pen and paper. Oh, by the way, if you have your children around, don't let them play with Barbie or G.I. Joe or something because we're going to talk like adults tonight. It's not going to be profane or profanity, but we're going to talk about sex and we're going to talk about time and we're going to talk about basically you being selfish and pissing a bunch of people off that take you for granted. But I'm going to say what you cannot say, as I always do, the hell with them. It's all about you, boo. And if don't nobody love you, lady, Dr. D. Yvonne Young loves you madly, girl, most sincerely I do. Now, let's look at this. What does it mean to be balanced? To me, it means that you have a handle on the various elements that constitute your life. And you don't feel or, well, let me say this, you're not allowing people to pull you out of your sphere, out of your world, and having and making you feel guilty while you give up parts of you that you shouldn't give up in order to accommodate them and make them happy. Now, here's the deal. More, if you are balanced, you are rare. I'm going to just tell you, either you own meds <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You either own some, you know, some antidepressants or you got that box of wine, and I hope that's not what you're doing, but there are very few of us. I know I have, I was, I've been a single dad. I know what it's like to get up combing hair and braiding hair and uh, getting kids to school and, you know, probably late because I ain't going to lie, I'm not a morning person, but I know what it's like. I know what it's like to have too much month left at the end of your money, been there, done that. Now, here's the question. What is balance to you? What is your definition of balance? Because it it doesn't have to look like everybody else's definition. That's number one. Number two, you don't have to make anybody happy or satisfied with that but you. And what many of you are doing, sisters, is you guys are allowing your family to stick their nose where it doesn't belong. That's right. Mama, daddy, they they they're not living your life. Sister, brother, they're not living your life. They're not in your world. They don't know what it's like. You know, it was so funny. I always have I'm always saying something silly when I go out to eat. And those of you that are getting some type of assistance, hey, take the money because I'd like to see my taxes go in a baby's belly rather than on bombs. But the truth of it is, when we look at this this situation, we look at this paradigm all of a sudden we have to ask ourselves, okay, what does, what does it look like? What does your life look like? And that's the it I'm re- referring to. You know, how do you find your balance? You know, the elements in life, in my opinion, 
get real simple when it comes to creating balance, okay? Write this down. If you're taking notes, write this down. The two categories I'm referring to are either internal or external. There is no middle. There's no such thing as uh, dividing this pie into other slices because it all begins there. And typically, if you're like most people, you will focus on either the internal or the external element because something is going to pull you in a direction that more than likely is going to force you to choose. Now, here's what I mean by internal and external. You may find that external things like work, relationships, your social activities are the things that take up most of your time. And and that's probably true because the external things are things that benefit typically everyone else And you may get some sidebar benefit, but it's not going to be a direct benefit for you. On the other hand, there are many of you that are are getting ready to be empty nesters or your kids are at a point in life where they can take care of themselves or that man that you married, uh, you've outgrown each other, and now, you know, the handwriting's on the wall. You know, it's like, okay, boo, I'm packing and you packing too because you, you can't take it anymore. He can't take it anymore. So as we look at this external, internal thing, you need to define that. So right now, I just want you to write down on that piece of paper, what is your internal needed deliverable list? What is it? What does it consist of? Now, the internal list we can divide that into about like three areas to make this really simple. What is going on with you in terms of your mind? What's keeping your mind from being at rest? Are you worried about bills? Are you worried about being able to make the most of your day? Have you gotten to a place internally where at the very best you can do is to look at your life and then really wonder, okay, you know, what's going on here? Where am I in this thing? How am I doing? Is life looking like what I needed to look like for me to be sane? Are you able to sleep through the night while you are at work? Are you partially there, or are you migrating back and forth because you're worried about what's going on in your personal life, one of your kids has gone crazy, and you, you know, you're wondering, okay, is this child even coming home today? Am I getting another phone call from the school or, God forbid, from the police because he won't mind? But where is your mind, sister? What is on your mind? Now, here's the second thing. Where is your heart? Are you giving more love than you're receiving? Are you allowing people pull you from the gut to pull from you? The very stuff that should be nurturing you, that should make you smile, is it, does it have your smile turned upside down? Where is your heart? Who has your heart? Who have you allowed to put a ball and chain around your arteries? Who have you allowed to make your heart skip a beat? And I'm not talking about in a good way. Again, we're looking at the internal side of this. So the first thing, again, is where's your head? Is it twisted? What's stressing you out? What's bothering you? And, again, this is all about finding balance because, you know, we're going to – what happens, if, what I've found in my practice anyway, people come to me. And my practice, I see psychiatrists, I see psychologists, and people wonder, well, what's the difference between coaching and traditional methodologies and, 
and treatment as it relates to uh, dealing with depression and anxiety and the angst of life. And I'm going to tell you, coaching is very proactive. And in our medical model, not that I'm knocking my colleagues or, or my peers that are psychiatrists or, you know, internal medicine doctors, but let's just face it, you can't give everything a pill and you damn sure can't cut away people's brokenness. You can't take a scalpel and, and anesthetize them and lay them out and circumcise or anastomose their their issues. You can't do that. So, you know, where are you? Where is your heart? Where is your mind? And then speaking of health, since we're on that, how have you been treating yourself? Has a bowl of Haagen-Dazs or in Texas, we got some ice cream called Bluebell, but being honest, Bluebell isn't nothing. I have a – he's a guy that is deceased. If you ever come to Houston, go to Hank's Ice Cream. I don't even know if it's still open, but it's homemade. God, that stuff is good. It makes marble slab taste just like that, something somebody threw on a marble slab. But that's real ice cream. But anyway, you can always tell. I get off the subject. My producer's like, here he goes. Okay, I'm back. You know, sometimes you just get that you get that that memory about something really good, and you go there anyway. But back to this: How is your health? Are you eating, drinking, and smoking it away? Are you sexing it away? Are you instead of resting, you get in the bed and just pass out? Are you have you gained twenty or thirty pounds to now when you put your drawers on? You look like uh, uh, somebody didn't put a sausage, too much meat in a sausage skin or something. I mean, seriously, how are you treating yourself? How are you doing? That's the internal side of this thing, though. How is your mind? What's going on with you emotionally and what's tugging at your heart? And how, how are you treating yourself? That's internal. That's all stuff that if you don't put these things in perspective, and that's why I'm telling you, write this down for whatever reason. When we intellectualize things beyond reason, it compromises our ability to do something about it, okay? So often we have to put things two or three feet in front of us on a piece of paper and look at it and go, you know, God dang it, it's kind of like stepping on life's scale and telling that you've been weighted down with too much stuff that you that's not yours, okay? Now let's go to the other side, the external side. What's going on at work? Most women are so dedicated wherever you put them, unless you're that woman that waited on me at Walmart. Oh, I don't know. Uh, my friends in the U.K. and in Australia, you need to Google fight at Walmart, you'll probably get pages of stuff. So I don't know why I wasn't more specific. But anyway, I, I think people at Walmart need to get some free medicine and free whiskey because there's something wrong with folks. I'm looking up, and people in there are always fighting. So if you work at Walmart, I'm not trying to knock you, but I'm saying you need to tell them folks to give you a raise just for watching the way that people are dressed when they come in there, let alone the way they treat people. Uh, but if, wherever you work, I don't care if you're, uh, you know, a seven-figure attorney, uh, you're the principal of a school, you're a nurse, you're a physician, you're in law enforcement, you're an accountant, you know, what's going on at your job? How is it affecting your life? You know, one thing that I've been noticing, I've been doing a lot of research for a book I'm getting ready to write, another book I'm getting ready to write. You know the number one killer of women? It's not it's not um, heart disease or cancer. It's stress. And it's stress from the stuff we're talking about tonight, but a lot of that stress comes from work, where people see you sitting over there, you look like a shaved bird. You're about to fall over and drop dead, and they're telling you, well, we need you to stay. Can you stay another hour? I was looking at this show last night called The Prophet. I love, you know, I love looking at Shark Tank and The Prophet. I mean, you guys ought to watch that, especially those of you that are entrepreneurs. You can learn a lot about, you know, how to not screw up your brand and your money. But I'm looking at this show last night, and I see this single mom, this woman is pregnant, like eight months pregnant, man, working for $300. And, and I'm not saying, 
In America, that's not a lot of money. I know in some other countries, that's a hell of a lot of money. But in America, when you're a single mom, you already got two kids at home, and you're pregnant, and they work. And I know for some of my homegirls over in and uh, in the Middle East and in the Virgin Islands, and um, you know, in the UK, you're already living some of this stuff that I'm talking about right now. But is your boss just asking you to uh, do something that he knows he knows damn well he wouldn't have his daughter or his mother doing? What's your work environment like? Because, sister, sometimes if you're already miserable at work, hell, you can just go find you another job. At least the misery will be new. <laughs> you know, it won't be the same old misery, but, you know, what are you putting up with at work? What's this doing to your health? Another external factor is your social life. Are you around a bunch of misery loves company folks? Women are very good. That's why you outlive us, meaning us men. It's because you develop social networks and you let the cat out the bag and you talk about problems and you share your burdens. But let's let's be honest about it. Are you sharing your problems with people that ain't doing nothing but making it worse? Or are you sitting up talking to the peanut gallery and all they are doing is giving you, girl, you know what, I wouldn't put up with that. Well, you know, maybe she wouldn't, but that's why she weighs 55 pounds more than you do. Or maybe that's why she's got some weave in her hair and a perm. And, you, and Oh, by the way, I need to ask you all this. What is with this? Ladies, don't go by silky black number 15 or whatever the hell that is you put in your hair and you didn't get a perm. Please. Do something about that. That just that's just not a good look. And quit gluing hair in your head with airplane glue. That that's not a good look either. And here's my last one and I'll get back to what I was talking about, but I just I saw a weave that scared me the other day. It did. I I was looking at this woman's head. I thought for a minute that I was under siege. But this sister had I don't know what color hair it was, but it had been maybe it used to be black. I don't know. But she had some weaved hair in her head that was blonde. And I thought I was looking at a tiger that had been in a fight. Never mind. All right. Anyway, but what kind of social circle are you in? Who is your support system and what are they pouring into your life? Next thing, and I know this sounds antisocial, but are you stepping away and taking some time for yourself to tell your kids, your sister, your mama, and them to leave you the hell alone so you can just breathe? Or you? I'm going to tell you something, ladies. Meditate every day for about 20 to 30 minutes. If you can't do nothing else, girlfriend, just get somewhere, close the door, and tell somebody if they hit that door, you're going to kill them. No, don't tell them that because then I'll be watching you on TV. Uh, but But the truth is you need some time to yourself. Here's the next one, family. Oh, my God. Okay, before I give this advice, don't write me whatever you, because I'm going to write you back and you're not going to like what I have to say. Is your family a source of your frustration? Now, we're talking about external factors, and I just talked about work, and I just talked about social stuff, but now I'm talking about your family. Do you have your sister or brother's kids living with you? Do you realize that even though I'm not saying that's not noble, and if those kids don't have nowhere to go, I get it, man. I'm not telling you to put an eight-year-old out on the street because Little Orphan Annie's a damn movie. In real life, Little Orphan Annie's screwed, right? But what I'm saying to you is you can enable people when you think you're really helping them. Don't enable your relatives. Tell them, you know what, I didn't lay down. I didn't, I didn't have sex and make this. You need to man up or woman up and take care of your child and get off that stuff, you know, coming over here smelling like sweat and crack. You know what I'm saying? Sister, stop allowing people in your family that are dysfunctional to, while you have struggled to go get your education, to go get that certificate or that license you got. I don't care if you're doing hair, if you're a surge tech, if you're just doing billing and coding or whatever, you're an astronaut. At the end of the day, why did you work so hard to let people try to keep you stuck where you were trying to get away from? Is your family putting stuff on you that's causing you 
to be stressed the hell out on a routine basis? If the answer to that is yes, you need to get rid of those family members because that's simply not a good look. Here's another thing. Are you making time to have fun? Are you? And I'm not talking about you drank that, you know, you smoked a blunt. That ain't fun. That, you know, not, not unless you're in Colorado or California. And then you and your five-year-old got the munchies and your kid don't even know why. Well, I hope you're not doing that. But anyway, that was another one of my things where I was at Walmart. And, you know, it's bad when you see a woman with a child. Yes, I'm talking about Walmart again. I, y- y'all can tell I went to Walmart today. Why in the hell does a baby smell like weed and beer? I just I don't get it. I don't get it, but I'm I'm stay out of that. Now back to this thing. Internally and externally is the I guess the border that Obama can't build a fence for you with. You have to build a fence. Now let's start by how do I build this fence, right? My producer is going, I'm assuming we're not taking a break tonight. No, we're not. We, I took two weeks off because I just had to, you guys. Oh, another thing I want to tell you before I make these comments. I had, a, I was on Fatal Attraction. I'm an expert for that show. I received hundreds of emails from you guys saying some very kind things, so thank you for that. I want to send a shout-out to the people at Essence Magazine for featuring my content. I also want to send a shout-out to my friends at ABC Television for having me on last week. Who else do I need to thank? Uh, Your Tango, again, you guys, I love you guys at Your Tango. If you guys really want to look at some good relationship uh, content on, on, uh, on the net, Go to yourtango.com. They have some stuff that's really informative and some stuff that will really, really uh, help you to get and garner a better understanding about yourself. All right, now back to back to what I was talking about. The thing that I want you to do now, and, and keep your pen out, keep your pen out. I want you to write this down. Um, I need you a really serious look at your life right now. And just in the areas that I, you know, because you can come see me and I can help you with this, but at a core level, the first line of defense starts with you being aware of how life is. Because for many of us, dysfunctional easily becomes our norm. And if you be honest with yourself, I want you to look at this internal stuff, your mind, you know, your heart and your health, this external stuff, your work, your social life, your family, your recreation, and I want you to just really be honest with yourself and take notice of what's on that piece of paper right now. What areas of your life are you neglecting? Now, write it down. Don't just be like, okay, I looked at the Dr. D. No, girlfriend, I need you to write it down. I want you to put a check mark. Just put a check mark by you know what? I do have I do have Pookie and, and, and Shaniqua over here again. Damn it, I can't do this every day. Your mama keeps telling us she's going to the store and come back four hours later with with them eyes looking like a deer in the headlights and and smelling like you've been doing something strange for some change. That that does not work. Why are you the one that busted your butt to go to school and you taking care of everybody else's stuff? Why does your brother, who's a 30-year-old man, need $5 from you when your child needs $5 for lunch? Or why is it your boss is telling you to stay two hours after work and he takes his happy behind up out of there at 5 o'clock? How is that fair to you? And being honest with you, uh, I'm going to give you two things. Don't quit your job until you find another one. But, homegirl, you can't find another job unless you start looking. And people treat you how you allow them to treat you. It's time for you, sister, to stand up for yourself and not and, and put an end to this turmoil, all right? So let's look at that piece of paper right now, and let's acknowledge what's not right. Let's just acknowledge that, okay? Next thing, I want you to examine which thing you are leaning more toward. In other words, 
if there are areas within each category that you want balance, you know, what I mean by that is, like, if you look in externally and you're like, you know what, on the external side, man, my family is getting on my damn nerves. This job is getting on my nerves, and I don't do anything to give myself a break. That means your external world needs your attention, right? Now, if you're looking at the other side of the corner and you're not like, you know what, my son and got shot. Can't find my car because they repossessed it. I, I'm, I'm lying, telling people somebody stole my car. The bank stole your car, right? Or you're running around. You already know that you keep hearing some sound like some sandpaper rubbing together, and it's your thighs because you have been eating so much because you're stressed out. I'm not making fun of my sisters that have put on an extra fifty pounds or extra hundred pounds, but look here, or. Just the exact opposite. Some of y'all need to go eat a damn sandwich. Now, hang on. I got to go there. I went to Nordstrom's the other day, and uh, you know what? I don't know how you women don't want to go in there and whoop them people's butt at the store, but they've been emailing me a sale, a sale. I go in there, they got five shoes on sale, and all of them ugly, right? But there, I saw a woman in there. And I'm hoping that this child, I'm not making fun of somebody that just ain't got no money, she was so skinny that her thong was moving in the back. You know what I'm saying? And and didn't have no butt. Just, I'm I'm like, and that's another thing. I, I know I'm, my producer is shaking her head going, Lord, have mercy, Jesus. Is, I got to say it, boo. I'm sorry. I got to say this. If you don't have a behind, don't wear thongs, that is not a good look. You might even put the thing on backwards, and you wouldn't even know you had your thong on backwards if you ain't got no booty. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, get you a sandwich, eat you a sandwich. Eat, you know, there's this stuff like potato salad or some. Get you something heavy, the double meat cheeseburger, something. Even Paris Hilton, that woman looked like a shaved bird. She put on some weight. Now she actually looks like a woman rather than a ghost. So, you know, if you are too overweight, too underweight because you are stressed the hell out, that means that your internal world needs your attention. If you're still crying over somebody that's remarried to someone else, you're sitting up with your heart still broke over a dude that everybody told you he ain't, you know what, I I almost cursed. I'm not going to do it because this show has, we're trying to get to 5 million listeners, and my producer said, look, Doc, you are not Howard Stern. You're right. I'm a brother, and I'm a lot cooler than Howard. But the point I'm making is if you don't love you, girlfriend, who will? Seriously. If you don't challenge yourself to stand up for yourself and say, you know what? You are not going to get on my nerves anymore you go to hell and sit over there when you get there. You know what I'm saying? You need to be real with this. Now, now here's our next step. We can do all this examination, but let's talk about moving forward. How do you move forward? Well, here's how. Set some goals for yourself. Uh, many, I had a, many women come to my office, and they are in relationships with men that I really just want to go girlfriend yeah, I have a pistol. Would you like to borrow it? I mean, seriously, some of these guys, and I'm talking about these are beautiful, good women, good these of all races, Asian, black, white, Middle Eastern, you know, one of them, I can't tell what the hell she is, but she got good hair. You know, that's country, right? She got good hair. I, all my Anglo listeners right now are going, good hair? What is good hair? That's a black thing, y'all. That that's, means that you never mind. Never mind, because then I'm going to be getting letters from some sister to out. What you mean, good hair? Never mind. I'm not going to go there. But the point I'm making is set some goals for yourself. And I don't care. Don't start with goals you can't attain. That's why most of us fail. And as a coach and as, uh, you know, when I'm out speaking and doing television or radio, one of the biggest questions people ask me when the show is over and I'm off set and off air, they're like, how do I fix my life? I mean, Doc, you know, you're saying all this good stuff, but how do I put it into action? I'm going to tell you is how you put it into action. Pick, and especially if you're looking at this internal, external model I gave you, because I'm, I'm trying to give you a simple model to work with. And whatever you got your check marks by, 
let, and I, I'll use some for an example. Let's say one of your goals is, okay, um, you need to gain some weight. Take a moment and just stop being worried about everybody. You can't unstrike a match, child. So if you were worried about because the baby daddy left, because mama or daddy passed away, or you just got laid off, child, forget it. Go get you some assistance and get you some sandwich meat and gain your weight back, get fine again, and find you a new man and a new job. It's real simple. You know, if you are overweight, uh, put that pressed ham sandwich down. Okay, I don't eat pressed ham, but somebody out there is like, what's wrong with pressed ham? I got me some light bread. There's nothing wrong with this sandwich. Yes, it is. That's a nasty sh- Okay, I'm not going to say it. My producer's giving me that look again. Okay, I'm not going to say it. You know, this is my show. I should be able to just be it. Okay, I can't. All right, back to this. But look at what's wrong. Fix your life. If you don't do it, who will? So set a goal that you can accomplish, not in a year, but just day by day. And if that means, you know what, I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes, that doesn't mean start smoking weed. That means stop smoking. If that means that, you know, here's and here's where a lot of you, you we're talking about the internal issues, and this will give you an internal infection if you don't watch yourself. But, the, you know, how some people, you get your heart broke. Now you listen to some stupid person, male or female, your gay friend or your girlfriend tells you, look, you need to go get you another man to get over him. Now you are going every blue moon back to this fool that God, you were praying, Lord, give me a sign that he is no good and you find your girlfriend draws over his house or whatever. Or you, you know, you see things that are just totally inappropriate and you want to ignore them, but you have enough sense to leave, but you just visit back because the sex was good, because he, you know, when you needed that little bit of help with the rent car, no dude had the money, you know, whatever. And now you're messing with this other guy, and you got two men, one full-time, one part-time, and you wonder why you are having problems. So set goals that can eliminate stuff that you created. You can't really do too much about what other people bring to your life, but stuff you bring to your life, that you can do something about, okay? So set short-term goals, attainable goals, and things that you can work on every day. I mean, every day. Now, next thing. I want you to plan, make a list of daily activities that you can do to make your life better. Now, I'm going to give you mine. Here's how I do it. Every day, every day, I set five goals. I know doggone well that I probably won't achieve all five of them. Probably won't, but I know I'm going to achieve at least three of them, right? So out of these three goals that I set for myself to achieve, I realize that at the end of the month, a 30-day month on average, right, I will have achieved 90 things. Now, how in the heck can you achieve 90 things and not move your life forward? Just think about it. So every day, set five goals. And don't set them and be mediocre, like, I'm, I'm going to set five, I'm going to get three, because what will happen is you end up accomplishing one, and you just you still get 30 things achieved in a month, but you could have had 90, right? But set some goals. And, and when you set them, plan tasks around these goals. Make a list. I'm a big believer in measurable and quantifiable uh, results. So just put a list out there like, you know, you want to lose weight. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I am not Mr. Salad, but I have gotten so good. I'm so proud of me. I'm eating a salad like every day. I cannot believe it either because I'm Mr. Meat and Potatoes and Green Beans. But I'm learning to eat a salad, and I'm learning, okay, stop eating this stuff that's not good for me. And my producer's saying, you wolf down that peach cobbler. Okay, yeah, I eat the peach cobbler. Stop telling my business. Okay, I just told my business. I keep forgetting y'all can't hear her. <laughs> okay, that's, that's okay, busted. All right, anyway, back to what I was saying. But I am eating a salad, 
and I'm learning to get some grilled fish and, and change it. So every 48 hours, I make sure that in between my addiction to peach cobbler and cake that I am eating right. You're okay, I'm, I'm okay, I'm still not eating right if I'm eating a peach cobbler and cake, but I'm only eating one piece of uh, cake or a piece of peach cobbler every other day instead of every day like I used to. The other thing I'm going to tell you is do something that is good for what's on this list. Now, here's an example. I told you on the internal side, you've got your mind, your heart, you know, your health, your emotions, what have you. Every day, man, do something good for your heart. Don't drink sodas. Stop drinking soda. That crap is screwing you up. And for those of you that think, I don't drink soda, I just drink stuff like cranberry juice, boo, you might as well have got you a Coke or something. It's as much sugar in that crap. Because real cranberry juice is not sweet, Okay. So if you're going to go do uh, juices and what have you, go natural. That's right. Go to Whole Foods or, or my friends in the U.K. And I, I, I love the way you guys live on the islands because you get healthy, fresh fruits and drinks anyway. But if it's in a, if it's in a plastic bottle, chances are it has a lot of sugar in it, okay? So read the stuff on the label. And do just cut out one sugary drink a day. Exercise. And I'm talking about like every 48 hours, you should be outside or at the gym doing at least 30 minutes to an hour to make sure that you live long enough. Because some of these folks that's trying to kill you vicariously by ruining the hell out of you, you, you may outlive them and end up stuck with their kids. So you, you at least need to be in good health. And then far as your mind goes, anybody that's on your list where I said write down who's challenging you intellectually and emotionally and, and knocking out your ability to rest and have a peace of mind, you need to put a big X by their name. And when they call, just uh, ignore it. Now, I know some of you just don't have the courage to ignore people, so I'm going to tell you how I do it. I go through my phone about every six months. And, you know, there are people that God reveals and removes from my life. So rather than delete their phone number, I just put do not answer, right? So I got enough folks now with do not answer that if I add you to the list, you just I'm not going to know who you are. You know, it's just going to say do not answer. I don't look at the number. I just know when it says do not answer. And, and if you need to save a picture, so find a picture a boo-boo the fool or some something, you know, real stupid that you can look at and be like, if I answer this call, I'm a damn fool, right? And you won't know who it is. You just look at the picture. Okay, that's one. That's a fool. Don't answer the fool. Put the devil's picture. For some of you guys that like to over-spiritualize everything, you know, put the devil's picture there. You see the devil, don't answer the phone, right? Now, the other thing is this uh, this external part of your work. It's not hard to do external work when you make up in your mind that you can measure this. And after you do that, reward yourself. When you do something right, sit there for a minute and bask in the glory. You do it anyway. You do it when you go get those shoes. You do it when you go get your hair done. You do it when... You know, you you know that you got back at somebody and they don't know it. You know how you are. So stop for a minute and be like, you know what? I I mean, I do this all the time. When I go and eat and I see it and be like, okay, dude, you ate your salad. You had some grilled fish. I'm proud of you. And you walked out and didn't order a dessert. For me, that's a big deal. You know, peach cobbler is my crack. You know, cake is my crack. So that's, you know, I I love it when I do that. The other thing. Prepare yourself to take time to just be alone with you every week. And I'm not saying, and some of y'all need to do this every couple, every three or four days, but especially you single moms out there, every week you need to find some kind of way to be by yourself and go to a movie. Just go to Starbucks, take a book with you. But just to have some peace, girlfriend, for about two hours. 
And especially if you ain't getting none, because you know how some of y'all get when you ain't got, you ain't been getting none. You kind of little, you know. People ask you how you doing, you be like, no, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? If your sex life is is sucks, and I'm not telling you to go out and get you some just because you're horny. That's nasty. Don't do that. What I'm saying to you is that you are a human being. You need affection and love. And I know some of my spiritual leadership that's listening to this program right now is going, Dr. D, don't be telling people to fornicate. I'm not telling nobody to fornicate. I'm telling people to open up and allow someone or something to nurture them and to love them. Now, if you do a little fornicating, hey, you know, I understand. But I'm not saying that I told you to go do it. Okay, maybe I did endorse it passively, but I'm not telling you to go and sin. What I'm telling you to do is love yourself enough to give you a hug and to spend some quality time with you and take yourself on a date. I do this every week. I I go to the movies almost every week by myself, and I just sit there and I enjoy the fact that, um, you know, I'm at the movies and having – I go to these theaters where they actually have fairly decent food that you can sit there and order while you're watching the movie. And I just forget about it. You know, I, I, and then another thing I want you to do, start getting you some rest, okay? You're going to be running around here looking like a panda if you don't. Yeah, seriously, you, you can't keep burning the candle on both ends. Take a nap. You tell that little hard-head baby of yours to take a nap so you can take a nap. But take you a good long nap or just sit somewhere sometimes, cut the radio off, quit listening to them rap records where they talk about shooting somebody, uh, busting the windows out of somebody's car, and just relax and connect with yourself. You owe yourself that because if you don't slow it down, who's going to slow it down? Now, I want you to do something else. I've been taking the time lately to... Listen to beautiful music. Um, I found some stuff like with James Brown and Pavarotti. You'd be surprised the stuff you can find out there, right? Chris Body, uh, Journey, Sting, Marvin Gaye. I mean, there's some beautiful stuff. Whatever it is you like. Some of you guys like Earl Squirrels. Or well, if you do your little weird, you know, the people that song the song to the Beverly Hillbillies. But <laughs> bottom line is find something that you like. And just sit there and listen to it. Now, I am going to suggest if the lyrics in your music says something like, Satan, I love you, don't be listening to that. But if you can find some music that's really positive and affirming, that ain't got nothing to do with you murdering somebody or the devil or, you know, something evil, or you got to wear a bunch of black lipstick and polish and look like you're about to pass, you know, get something like that where you can just sit back and be Enjoy nature. Cut that music on. While put your earbuds on while you're walking, and don't be like some of these crazy folks. Because I need, I, I gotta go there. What is wrong with you people? My, I love you. All my friends in California, y'all are some of the most zenned out people. But what the hell is wrong with y'all? Because I've been read this is the third time I read about a woman getting attacked by a damn mountain lion. <laughs> now, uh, duh, sweetheart. If they got signs up saying beware of wild animals and animal attacks, wouldn't you kind of like think you might not want to be running there because some pepper spray ain't never worked on a bear, and it damn sure ain't going to work on a mountain lion. I'm just saying, just saying, you know, because I'm, I'm going to be funny now. You know black folks don't do this. We don't, we don't do that. If you see the Maasai in Africa, they're out there fighting lions, but, you know, I don't know. Them brothers also drink urine and cow blood with milk and stuff. So the lion is probably looking at him like, hey, I don't know what the hell is wrong with him, but if I eat him, anyway. But you get the point. So please, all my white women that are listening, stop running in national parks around wildlife. I love y'all. But I do have to shake my head and go, what in the hell was she thinking? So when you are out in nature, 
try to be somewhere where it's just like little bitty animals that can't like attack and jack your butt up, you know, something that's less than two feet high, something like that. So that way at least you got a chance when you start hollering and screaming that you might get away. All right? Anyway, I just had to say it. Don't write me. Now, here's the next thing. Connect back with you. Did you know you're actually pretty cool? I wouldn't be hanging out with you tonight if you weren't. So you are really pretty cool. The fact that you don't think so is because you've let other people get in the way of your quality time. Spend some time with God and with you. I don't care what your religious belief system is, if you're Buddhist, Muslim, if you practice Hinduism, if you're Christian, that's your business. But I'm telling you, spend time with your creator. I know that prayer is a proven game changer. At least it is for me. Um, Last night, I got up probably maybe about 2 in the morning, and I went downstairs and sat at the table, and I I call this uh, just fulfilling my own prophecies. You know, I sit down and I write letters first, to God, and I really do, I mean, I'm talking about like pen letter, pen and paper letter, thanking God for what he's done in my life. So, last, I'm just going to share mine with you. I'm not bragging. I'm just being real because all of us have something to be thankful for. If nothing else, be thankful that you actually had enough sense to sit down and write the letter, right? That's a starting point. But I thought about, okay, last month, Lord, what did you do for me? And I got a, you know, I did okay. I had a, a decent contract with, that I needed. I've, I've got several new clients. I was featured on national television three times. I was, uh, you know, I, I just had some content and, and published in a few magazines around the world. And when I looked at all of the things, by the time I got through, I had so, so much to be thankful for, you know, that it it just, it literally overwhelmed me when I thought about how wonderful my life is and all of the things that I have to say, you know what, God, thank you. It made me realize that not only were my prayers getting answered, but they were getting answered in a phenomenal way, in a way that was transcendent, in a way that made a difference. And my, it, it just changed. You know, it, it's it's like um, and I was sitting there writing this list out, and I had to literally go back to Facebook and through my emails. Uh, there's uh, there's a, a syndication of one of my articles that went to PubliMetro, I believe, PubliMetro, I think I'm saying it right. But, you know, 20 million-plus people are reading my content in Latin America. And I was just thinking, you know, I turned to this thing. It's not even written in English. It's written in Spanish. And me having Latin American blood and Creole blood in me, I just was like, this is so cool. And, And my prayers are getting answered. So I want you to and spending this quality time with yourself to stop and think, you know what, it's not as bad as it seems. And also take responsibility for your contribution to the jacked up folk that's in your mix right now. Stop and think, you know what, I don't really need to be hanging with Shaniqua because last time she helped do my hair, she was curling my hair and burnt the hell out of my neck. Okay, maybe you burnt your neck curling your hair and blamed her. But you you know what I'm saying. Um, the other thing is take the time to every day find something to be thankful for. If it's nothing but, you know what, Junior's principal did not call me today. So out of five days this week, one day I didn't get a call from the school. <laughs> you know, you got on the scale and you lost half a pound. Okay. You were whole you wasn't holding your purse. But anyway, the point is you lost a half pound. Make sure that you stop taking this wonderful experience you're living call your life for granted. Now, I'm gonna go back to this again. What does it mean to be balanced? You need to define that. What does that look like to you? Because there there is no right or wrong and how you are balanced. That, you know, that looks different for everybody. For some people, being balanced is 
Well, I don't want to say that because that would be real weird. But whatever your idea of being balanced is, you do. You find your own balance. And write down, you know, how do these things look, feel, and sound to you? You know, what does balance mean? I know for me, balance means I'm not putting up with nobody's crap. I'm in control of my life. I'm getting paid for what I do. Uh, I I can make a move without needing anybody's help. And sometimes, just to be honest with you, baby girl, isn't it better for you to ride the bus than get a ride from a fool? I mean, I'm just saying. Isn't it better sometimes if you actually stop and think, why am I always the one driving? They don't ever offer to pay for the dinner. I could see it if you're driving all the time and they they say, well, let me put some gas in your car or let me take care of dinner. But if you're driving all the time and you're the one pulling out your credit card, there's something wrong with that picture. Then after you look at your balance, I said, divide just in the two different hemispheres what's going on in your world internally and externally. The internal stuff is what's on your mind? What are you thinking about? What's taking up your mental and emotional real estate? And then what has your heart? What's grabbing at your concerns, grabbing at your hopes and fears? What's interfering with you being able to get a good night's sleep? And then what about your health? What do you need to do? Do you need to put them pork skins down? Do you need to stop smoking? Are you having sex with more than one person? And if you are, you know, why are you doing that? You know, you can't, what's going on? You're trying to make up for who you aren't, so you got a dude here that can pay some bills. you got a dude over here that he can talk to you on the phone. you got this guy over here. He's just strange and does weird things to you, but you kind of have learned, uh, speaking of Fifty Shades of Grey, that movie sucks from what I'm hearing. Don't waste your money. I read all three books, and if getting your – I'm just – can I say it? My producer's like shaking her head. She, this is so funny. I got to say it. If getting your ass whooped makes you have an orgasm, you really need to give me a call because we need to have a long talk. All right? I'm just saying. Now, the other part of this is um, your external world. What's going on? With the job, are they pimping you like a $3 you-know-what? Are you going to a place that you are not being rewarded for your gifts and talents and they working you like, you know, you you are a 21st century slave or something? You don't have to put up with that. It's better to make less money and live closer to your house than to be commuting and taking two or three trains and buses because at the end of the day, that extra uh, 10 hours you're saving every week is quality time. If you don't spend it with nobody but yourself, that's a better look for you, okay? What's your social life like? Who are you hanging with? Who are you, quote, unquote, alleging and calling a friend? Are they really your friend or are they just misery loves company? And your family members, what about them people? Isn't it about time that you quit enabling folks and looked out for yourself? And I'm not saying don't help somebody when they really need your help, but uh, Big Junior asking you for $5 every other three days is not helping him. You know damn well your brother is smoking. Do not get that fool $5 again. Or you know doggone well your sister, your aunt, your mother is just mismanaging money. So stop helping her. If anything, make these people face their own music and become more accountable. Lastly, what about fun, boo? Are you having any fun? If you don't do anything but watch cartoons, that's fun. You know, sit up and laugh. Get some joy. Go to the comedy club. Get some funny movies. But learn to enjoy life because life is too short and death is too long not to be happy. You feel me? Now, let's do some housekeeping. Um, If you haven't seen the episode of the Jennifer Lewis story on uh, TV One, Definitely check it out. Your boys, uh, that's uh, my debut with Fatal Attraction, so I want you to miss that. I don't want you to miss that. Uh, another thing, go to the Facebook page. They've been telling me, Doc, put up your videos. So my marketing team has now started just releasing a plethora of content. 
Um, go to the Facebook page. It's under D. Yvonne Young. It's spelled like Ivan, I-V-A-N, D. Ivan Young, for those of you that love to mispronounce my name. Uh, but go there and hit the like button because we definitely want to keep you enlightened and informed. Or the website is Dr. D. Yvonne Young. So it's D-R with no period, D-I-V-A-N Young dot org, O-R-G. And uh, there's going to be something there that could probably, if not change your life, it could at least stop you from strangling the hell out of somebody for in the next five minutes, all right? With all of that said, I want you to know this. God did not create you for you not to be happy. Of all people, you cannot keep doing for other folks and not do for you. People treat you how you allow them to treat you. And if you want to get what you deserve out of life, and what you deserve out of life is to be happy, healthy, and loved, there is no better feeling than when you look in the mirror and you can say, you know what, today was a very good day. Anyway, that's wrapping up my time. I want you to know this. I love you madly. Most sincerely, I do. I will talk to you guys next Sunday night. And you know what? Can't nobody love you like you. Have an awesome week. Talk to you then. Bye now. <laughs>